this is where my theme music would go. All right, everybody. It's time for another painful experience. Uh, you know, the ironic nickname that I choose to punch up. Everything champagne and champagne worthy. My guest today, Andrew Stangley. Um, we met when I was doing my former podcast at the radio station, and he was introducing uh, really fun and unique card game, Houdini's Poutini. And <laughs> I, I just, I caught a hold of that and I, I wanted to run with it and celebrate everything that it was because it, it, it was, it was fun, you know, but today we're going to get together and kind of talk about an event coming up tabletop central. It'll be October 23rd and 24th at the Savoy rec center. Uh, locals are familiar with it. There's going to be lots of events there prizes, uh, play to win, library checkout games, free games, basically, in, in, in a sense. So we're going to get to all that. But welcome, Andrew. Thanks for uh, being on today. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> um, I don't want to quote Ned Stark, but winter is coming. And maybe I should have had you on last year. But as we have been a little bit more active in outdoor air activities and things of that nature going on, um, we're going to be kind of hold up again. And as people kind of figure out their comfort level of where to be, one thing that rings true is people need games to play and activities to do and things that aren't screens. And uh, I wanted to reach out because you're my ace in the hole in this, man. You, you've developed games. You're well involved with, uh, you know, you're like the guy. Kudo plays. I, I try to be the guy. There are, there are many guys around, but I, I try sure. to be one of them at least. You're being modest, but you know, as far as our listeners at home, you are the guy. That's what we're going with today. But thank sure. you for being. I'll take credit for it. Thanks for being humble. Um, you've created games. You've you've worked with people to perfect their games. One of the things we talked about early on is as people are creating games that they'll let other people play them and like challenge them to break the game because that way they can learn how to make the games better. So, I mean, as far as games go, you are like, you're, you're my guy. So that's where we're going with here. Sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. So do you want to give a quick plug for Houdini's Boutini or any of the games that you have created in the, uh, in, in, since we've talked last? Sure. I could do that. Um, I haven't done a whole lot of, you know, publishing games lately um, just because I've been running a convention and, you know, yeah. life and everything else in between. But, oh, uh, but yeah, the first one that we did was Houdini's Poutini, which is a uh, simple uh, card game where uh, Harry Houdini is hosting a dinner party for the world's greatest magicians. And you are all, each player is a troop of magic, like, represents a troop of magicians and uh the downside is that houdini is a terrible cook so you're trying to use your skills and magic to come up with excuses to get out of the party before dinner is served uh that's that's the basic premise of that and then the uh so that was the first game that we did the second game that we did was not designed by me it was designed by somebody else locally jimmy schnitzlein um and it's called claim the search for the gold nugget that's mm. another like very simple kind of party game uh, you get just cards in your hands and one card in the deck is the gold nugget card. And whoever has that card at the end of the game wins. And so you're trying to steal from other people and hide the gold nugget card from 
uh, from the other players if you have it. Uh, but so nobody might have it at the beginning of the game. So you're just trying to steal whatever you can from other people as the game goes on. But it's a short, simple game, fits in your pocket, 15 minutes. Uh, yeah. And, and that's after that, we've why... worked on a lot of other stuff, but I haven't, like, released anything since then. So those <laughs> right. are the only, the only two that are out now, uh, and they are available on the Internet, in, yeah. in stores, uh, or just talk to me. Search for those titles because, yeah, I like I said, I think that's kind of why like people aren't familiar with the term tabletop games because most right. people just think of board games, but there's more than just boards. There are card games or other things like that, but they're all played at a table. So is that kind of the more universal moniker for games just in a group? Yeah, I, I think tabletop as a term signifies like to the to the hobbyists and nerds like hey this is the thing that you know we're we're into it uh when i describe it to people who aren't into it then i just say board games because you you get the idea you know sure. uno is not a board game but if you say if you bring it to a board game party or something everyone is like oh yeah sure uno i know what that is <laughs> you know so it doesn't have to have a board it could be cards it could be uh, you know, a bunch of miniatures on a table. It could just be pen and paper playing Dungeons and Dragons. That's a tabletop game too. Yeah, so, absolutely. you know, there's there's a lot of different kinds of things, but I usually just say board games for, for people who are not already a part of it. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And and even for people with kids, um, Udini's Putini, like the, the colors and the, the characters and everything are very festive. Like, it's universal. So I, again, I know you, I'm going to push that. Like yeah, everybody go check that out. Google it. It's very affordable. It's very fun. Yeah, go it's, get that. it's intended to be silly. Uh, and, yeah, exactly. And, you know, so I love it. Art, cartoonish art. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's fairly simple for what it is. Uh, yeah. And I guess I, I would be bad at my job, which is not really my job, but I'd be bad at this. If I didn't say uh, you can, you can find it at fpgames.com. Uh, which is the website where we have these things. Um, and it is also, last I checked, was still in store at Enchantment Alley in downtown Urbana. Um, I have not been in there in a little bit, so right. it might not be there anymore. But last I checked, they had a couple of copies. A quick Google. It'll, it'll definitely uh, redirect you. I promise you, hey, I have done it often. And uh, it's, it's fun. So check it out. All right. So staying on that, that vibe here we're heading into winter and so i am uh, maybe above a novice but close to a novice you know i do have kids that are uh, seven and four so i do have to yeah, i played a lot of Candyland, man i've played a lot of i'm getting them into stratego i'm getting them you know i'm getting them I'm, I'm getting their toes wet but occasionally you know i do have my buddies that i trust and i have my pods and we kind of escalated into some of the more quote unquote popular games of like Ticket to Ride and, and Settlers of Catan and things like that that were a little bit more off the radar in years prior that have become a little bit more mainstream. But today, as we're all searching for things to do through the winter, if you can give like some recommendations or expl explanations of some games that people can find or something that that are really hot ones that people aren't really familiar with you know in my demographic in our 40s 
I, I grew up on, on, on the basics. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's boomed. I mean, it's boomed. And a lot of people don't know that because they just want to stick to what we know and what we've done, but there's so much more out there. So can we start on some recommendations for like the novices out there that are just like, man, I need something new. If I play that game one more time with my family, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. So uh, if you've got kids, like really little kids, Mm -hmm. There's a company called Haba or Haba. I I don't know exactly how to pronounce it, but it's H-A-B-A. All of their games have like this yellow border around them. Um, And they make games that are like specifically designed for young kids and families. Um, And so I would recommend checking out some of that, uh, some of their stuff. They've got one uh, called Rhino Hero, where there's like a rhino that needs to like get up this, like basically a a house of cards gets built up and... You know, you have to place things on there without knocking it over. So it's kind of a Jenga type of thing. But, you know, it's pretty simple and small, but kids will get it. You know, there's not a whole right. lot of rules involved. Um, <laughs> as long as you don't have Marsha with her bracelet, Trent. Is that is that too old of a reference for everybody at home? Okay. Maybe. Brady Bunch. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 I don't know Brady how, Bunch. Um, They're making the house of cards. You know. I don't know if your audience is really into Nick at Night, but we'll see. <laughs> um that's a great one well and then speaking of uh you know nick at night there are a bunch of games based off of known properties like the brady bunch there is a brady bunch game um i haven't played it and so i don't know what it's about but um there there are there's lately been a lot more games based off of things that you probably grew up with in the 70s 80s 90s that are fairly simple and easy to get into, get into, but are more complicated than roll dice, see how far along the board you go, right. and then pull a card and see if you get stuck in the chocolate swamp or whatever it is. Right. Um, so you can, you can find a lot of these games at like, you know, I, ha- I hate to send people to Target over any of the local game stores, but the ones that are more simple and easy to get into are heavily populated at Target, where some, you sure. know, the, the other local stores have more of the, the deeper hobbyist type of stuff, but they do have a lot of the lighter side of things too. It's just not as obvious. Um, but there's a there's a company uh, or a game design studio, I guess is what you should call it, called Prospero Hall. And they basically just get hired out by companies to make games based off of movies and things. Oh. And so like they've done one based on Jaws that was pretty good. Uh, there's one that I really like called Horrified. Since we're in October, I should mention that one. Uh, it's based off of the old Universal horror movies. So there's, you know, Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein, Creature from nice. the Black Lagoon. Um, they've got a new one coming out this year that's all about like cryptids and like, uh, you know, folklore monsters. So there's like Bigfoots and and Chupacabras and stuff, I think. <laughs> um, they might be out now. I'm not sure. It's coming out soon is all I know. Um, but so those games are relatively simple. Um, they, they did one, uh, a Disney one called Villainous, where you play as like the villains in all the Disney cartoons. Oh, awesome. Like that. Um, and that one's pretty popular. And, you know, they're, again, they're, they're kind of a primer into the hobbyist gaming realm, but mm-hmm. they're not too complicated. And they already have that hook of like, hey, you remember the Goonies? Exactly. Here, why don't you play the Goonies game? <laughs> right. um, as opposed to, hey, do you like farming? <laughs> want to play this farming game (laughs) right you know like (laughs) 
it, there isn't as much of the the hook to get you into it as there is with like the movies that you grew up with. So uh, I would recommend checking out some of their stuff. Again, it's pretty simple to play, but enough complexity that you can have fun and kind of get a feel for what other bigger games are like. Absolutely. Yeah, intellectual property. I mean, that's that's all the uh, like a lot of the games in our phone, too. It's like, oh, I like Disney out. Disney characters fighting each other. Sure, I'll you'll play that a little bit while I'm upstairs. Um, yeah, no, that, that's a great way to get in. All right, so now the kids are asleep. Mm-hmm. We have a group of friends we all trust. We get together uh, on the weekends or whatever in a little more strategic based. But, I mean, one of the other benefits of, of playing tabletop games is you can still be social while you're doing it, you know? I mean... Mm-hmm that's kind of the whole deal. You get together, you kind of have a common bond here. You may be a little bit of competitive, you know, between couples or whatever, but that's okay as well. So what's something, yeah, exactly. There, what's something are... a little bit more advanced that won't take us, you know, I mean, I, and we can get into that at the next section that, you know, maybe we need to start at noon because this might take us six hours, but let's get into some more time constrained like we're at a a post post dinner let's get a one to two hour type of play involved what what are some great recommendations for that um so it's it's we it's hard to recommend anything because it does like the the new games that come out come out so frequently that like the thing that's hot now won't be hot two weeks from now necessarily sure. so, so i can't really tell you like this is the thing to look for this is the thing to look for um so i will give you two recommendations of things to check out the first one would be the there's a website called boardgamegeek.com it's okay. kind of like the imdb for board games it lists basically everything um and they have a you know it's not horribly or it's, it's not very well graphic design but there is a list (laughs) on the side called the hotness which is basically like this is the stuff that people are reviewing and commenting on and you know seem to be interacting with the most okay Um, so if you want to see what is like the current thing that people are talking about a lot that's probably a good indicator of like these are the ones to check out Um, in terms of actual game recommendations yes i will since this is a champagne centered podcast i will skew local Yes. Um, there is a there's a company called Elf Creek Games. They are local to Champagne, um, and are actually like not like me, where I'm you know I'm in Urbana and I've printed games and you can buy them, but like they're like going to con- you know going to big conventions and selling the stuff, selling out you know Kickstarters with hundreds of thousands of dollars, going to Germany to the like big convention over there, oh. that kinds of stuff. So like they're they're well known outside of this community, um, and so they have. Uh, I will I will I will recommend two games that they have out currently, although they might be in between print runs because they sell. Sure. Um, so if you want to play against each other, they have one called Honey Buzz, where your bees and the pitch is that bees have discovered capitalism, <laughs> and so your bees and you're like harvesting honey and and nectars and things and selling it to bears is is the concept it's kind of kind of a silly concept but the game is very strategic um and uh not super complicated but more complicated than most 
stuff yeah. that you've probably played at this point uh, based on the description that you gave me um, right exactly and so uh it, the artwork is fantastic they, their production design is really good like all of their materials and things like the honey is squishy it's not just like a you know it's not just like a card or a piece of cardboard yeah. it's like a squishy plastic um the bees can, are fuzzy if you get the deluxe components stuff like that um so that one's really good and the other one that they released before that one is called Atlantis Rising, where uh, this one is a cooperative game. So you're not playing against each other. Everybody's on the same team. Cool. Um, but uh, you're on the city, you know, the city or continent of Atlantis, and you're like <laughs> the elders of the of the tribe. So somebody's an artificer. Somebody's the you know the I don't I don't remember. They they, they like have different abilities that they can do. Um, but basically, as you're going, you're trying to build this dimensional portal to get all the people off of Atlantis as it's sinking. And so there's spaces on the board where you can go, but the water comes in as it's going. So there's less oh. and less spaces you can go as the game moves on uh, because it's sinking cool. as you're on it. Um, and so that one's another, you know, it's a, it's, it's very hard if you want it to be. There's multiple difficulty levels you can choose. Oh, nice. um, so you can you can you can get Sorry. really difficult yeah. with it, uh, if you, you literally to. dip your toe in the water as you go yeah on. exactly uh, but it's another one very you know highly rated very good production great art uh, solid game all around and it's from a local company so what more could you want no i love that push man and uh, yeah uh I, I never heard atlantis described as a continent before that's kind of twisting my mind it's well, an the, island yeah. i know i know i know and i've always thought of it as like the lost city of atlantis but an island but it could be a continent and now i'm, I'm not going to i'm not going to go off on a tangent because that, that that's amazing though that gives me food for thought for later but yeah let's let's delve into the uh champagne scene and and mm -hmm. plays and and what you, what you guys are doing there why don't you catch us up because this past year's been difficult for a lot of other reasons, but definitely for for gatherings and things of that nature. But you guys have pressed on. So talk about yeah. some of the the movement that Kudo Plays is at. Yeah. So uh, for for those that don't know, Kudo Plays is the Champagne Urbana Design Organization. Kudo in general, it's a subset of Kudo, uh, and it's a it's a group that promotes game design and specific, and I guess more specifically, there is a board game design competition that we host every, I, I, every year, but it like, it goes over from winter to spring. So we call it seasons instead of years yeah. because it crosses over the year border. Um, but so that is just starting up now. Um, we've had a, a few events so far, but it, it starts in September-ish and then goes into March is when people turn in games. Um, and so that is, you know, it basically you, you, you form a team, you get an idea, you start working on it, you play test a bunch of stuff. We have some workshops along the year for like, uh, you know, graphic design to how to like present your game uh, because nobody knows how to write rules. That's an important sure. workshop. Uh, Cause if, if people can't read the rules and understand how to play. <laughs> yeah, it, no, that's, that's, you know, it's, it's something it's, people don't think about. Like I, I yeah. 
that's the hardest part of making games is writing rule book that is easy to read and makes sense it makes sense to me it makes sense to me but you know no yeah i i know what the rules are in my head but if i try to tell someone who's never seen it before (laughs) exactly uh, then it doesn't always translate um but so stuff like that there you know we we do workshops to help you along the process um i've competed in kudo plays a number of times myself now i'm on the committee um so I'm, but I still might submit something this year. I'm just not eligible to win any prizes. Uh, <laughs> but I still, since I would be showing up to events, I might bring a game and, and yeah. work on it. Um, but so that's starting now that things have opened back up. Um, we didn't do it last season because everything was kind of weird and off right. there. Um, but there was a game jam that we did last year where essentially it was, there was a list of here's the components that you have to make this game. So it's like a deck of cards, a you know, a six-sided die or you know, a set of dice, whatever. Mm-hmm. Stuff that most people who are into games enough to be making a game have on hand. Mm-hmm. Or there was um there there are ways to play and test games online. And so they're easily added components to that. Um, and so basically the game jam was you get like one piece of paper that you can print out as extra components. And so you just upload your rules and that one extra piece of paper, and that was the game. And then people would either uh, print it up and play it in their house, or they would play it online in one of these virtual environments where you can play games. And so that was kind of the the in-between years thing to do when we couldn't really have in-person game playing um yeah but people I mean, were you, doing you this adapt, you evolve you know like we i remember uh uh cu adventures the uh the our local escape room did like uh online escape rooms like the the way that the community continues to evolve and figure out ways to keep these things moving is very yeah, i was i was going to mention that as an example when we were talking about tabletop games yeah they don't even need a table sometimes. Right. Time like, and space. You know, Just time yeah. and space. Well, they, they, you know, besides the online escape rooms that they put out, they also put out a shirt that's an escape room. Yeah, that was and that's amazing. Based, I mean, that's, that's essentially a board game right there. <laughs> right. Just, right. Wear it instead of put it on a table. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so everyone you... should check out uh, Champagne Arena Adventures in Time and Space, their online escape rooms, and solveourshirts.com, which is where <laughs> they have their t shirts. 100%. Um, the Lukemans are, are wonderful yeah. additions to our community. You and get a fun game and clothing to wear afterward. Right. It's, it's two in one because yeah. then it's also a conversation piece. Like, oh, what, what you got going on there? Oh, really? Exactly. Yeah. It was brilliant. A stroke of brilliance. And before we get into uh, Tabletop Central again, as I've been teasing, let's go, you know, maybe it's not expert level or not, but what are you currently playing now or what are some of your current favorites? You know, they might be, you know, you've, maybe it's just something yeah. that you found that's weird or new or exciting or something, but maybe it's just the next hotness, as you said, as a menu option on, on the, uh, <laughs> on yeah. the website earlier. So what are you I doing have, right now? I have not really played a whole lot of new stuff lately. Um, That's okay. This new you know, we're, 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 we're getting back into the, like, people are going out and playing board games together again phase. 
Um, I guess it started during the summer, but I was like planning a wedding and stuff. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to bother with that yet. <laughs> um, and so I haven't really gone back and played a whole lot of stuff. I've done some play testing here and there. So like I mentioned Honey Buzz earlier, there's some mm -hmm. expansions that they're working on. And so I, you know, play tested some of that stuff. Um, but otherwise there is, there is like a whole shelf of games that I have not played yet. That is, that's just sitting there mocking me all the time. <laughs> it's uh, like, it's all the books that I said I was going to read over. Yeah, no, it's over. right. It's right next to that shelf of the books, <laughs> that shelf. And then right next to that is a shelf with board games that I haven't played. Um, and, you know, some of them, you know, over the pandemic, you know, me and my wife played some two player games together. Here but then go. there's some games that it's like this requires at least three people and so <laughs> you know like there was there was a board game released based off of the shining and oh. i bought that but it requires three people oh. I bought that like the week before everything started to shut down and so now it's like well i we should probably have anybody over to, to play this <laughs> game anymore and so now it's sat there for years like we've had people over since then but we just haven't busted it out uh and part of that now is like the the game table is also now my wife's work from home desk. Sure. So, sure. so you know, things have encroached into or you know encroached into the space that board games should be played at. So we haven't played nearly as much lately as as I would like to. Well, then, what are some of you and your wife's favorite games? What are your most competitive games? My wife and I scrabble the 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 ultimate back to simplicity battle, but I mean like what do you guys play the most? What's your most competitive? Do you guys, you know, have like the, all right, we have some time. Let's, yeah. let's do this. I don't know that we have like a certain one. Like I, I one of my, I guess I'll, one of my favorite games, and even though I haven't played it in a long time, uh, but if you want to, you can play it at Tabletop Central. Later Boom. Um, is uh, the Battlestar Galactica game. Oh. Now out of print and super hard to find. Without, <laughs> well, it's it's not hard to find. It's just very expensive uh, because they don't print it anymore. Um, but if you've watched the show Battlestar Galactica, the remake, not the original show, this sure. is based off of the two thousands one. Yeah. Uh, basically, you know, you are the last surviving remnants of humanity, and mm -hmm. so it's a cooperative game where you're trying to survive as the last surviving remnants. Uh, but the robots that killed you look like people now. And so mm -hmm. at least one person on the team is a robot in disguise. They might not know it at the beginning of the game. Oh, so it is just like the show. You, yeah. don't, know, you don't know if you're a Cylon or not. Okay. Yeah, you might, but you might not. And depending on how many players there are, you could have more than one person. But there is always at least one person that's a Cylon. Um, and so... Uh, Basically, you, you there's a lot of doing things together as a team by like, you know, a crisis will come up like there's a food shortage and we need to do this or that. Mm -hmm. So everybody like puts in cards that they can use to help with that. And they're all different colors based on different items. And so, you know, you need certain you need three reds and three blues or something. OK, right. But then greens and yellows will count against the total. <laughs> and so everybody puts in the cards that they want face down they get shuffled together and then there's a few random ones thrown in just for destiny's sake to kind of obscure who's doing what but so you can be like totally i'm part of the team man but you threw in like three yellow cards <laughs> to, to tank that one um 
so it's it's stuff like that that happens but it's 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 you know it's very good uh and it's it's a little bit more complicated than some of the other ones that i mentioned earlier that are like based off of properties and things but it's based off of battlestar galactica so if you're into battlestar galactica you're probably also kind of into nerdy game things anyway oh absolutely um but so that one's really good uh and i guess they they did re-release it kind of recently or it's coming out soon i'm not sure uh but basically they reskinned it to be like a cthulhu uh you know horror game basically so instead of robots you're on a boat and there's maybe some fish people or something (laughs) I, i don't know exactly what it is uh but so there is a way to play the game even if it's not quite the same game, they basically just, you know, they didn't have the license to Battlestar Galactica anymore. So they just put something public domain over it. Uh, but otherwise I think it plays pretty much the same. Nice. But I don't remember what it's called. Explain to me. All right. I'm not, again, this is why you're my expert. I used to mm-hmm. know why you're here, but I hear things every now and then people mention games. And that's like I said, that's why, you know, I've, I've only just dabbled, like I said, I played Catan, Ticket to Ride, et cetera, et cetera. I keep hearing about Wingspan. What is Wingspan and is that a good yes. game? Like, is that, or is that just like so, so more mainstream now that it's not, I don't know. Tell me about Wingspan. Wingspan is a very popular game. Yeah. Um, it is about bird watching. That's why I, I'm baffled. Like, why? Yeah. I keep hearing about it, and I'm again, I'm not even in in the community, but I keep hearing yeah. about it, and then well, it's sold the out. Like, board games can be about exciting things, and they can be about very like run of the mill, mundane type of things. Not that bird watching is mundane. If there's any bird watchers out there, I'm not throwing shade at bird watching, but <laughs> right. it's, you know, there there can be games based off of demolition derbies and things like that, where it's like action packed and fast paced, or there yeah. can be games based off more tranquil, passive activities. Um, and so, yeah, this one is about bird watching. Uh, it's from Stonemeyer Games, who are in St. Louis. Um, uh, the the designer of the game uh, has some ties to Urbana, but like she used to live kind of in this area. I we'll think count it. We count it. Yeah. Not like directly here, but she's been here and knows, knows the area a little bit. Uh, so I'll take it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's about bird watching. So you get cards like there's really, really nice drawings of birds. So you get to see all these birds. Um, and basically you just kind of like collect a set of birds in front of you, like from these cards and, you, and based on there's like different regions that you can have them in. So there's like wetlands and forests and whatnot. And they go in whatever uh, thematically would be appropriate for these types of birds. I'm no bird expert, so I'm not gonna, uh, <laughs> right. not gonna pretend. But like you know, you the wingspan is based off of North America, or at least the base game is. So you might get like cranes and pelicans in the like swampland area, but then in like the forest, you can get like eagles and stuff like that. And there's some that go you know in fields and forests and things like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's just one of those. It's just a game that's really well put together, really well balanced. Um, I'm not entirely sure why it became as popular. Oh yeah, that's where I'm at. But it fun. is good, you know. I'm so I'm so like yeah, I'm doing my own research now. I'm starting to get into stuff, and it's just like I had to throw that out there. It's like people are just dying for the reprint because it's like I can't get yeah. Wingspan. And well, it, yeah, the, the, what am I missing? 
the the uh the stonemeyer games who made it did not think it was going to be as popular <laughs> as it was either so you know they did a print run and they sent it out but like stores were out of it for a long time <laughs> and people were complaining about it and they're like listen we only have so many we're working on it <laughs> we don't have any more um I would say I would liken it maybe to like if we if branch from here to like TV and movies, Mm -hmm. I would say it's kind of like Queen's Gambit, where it's just like that became insanely popular, but it's about a girl playing chess. And it's just like, you know, I don't I don't understand why that caught on with everybody. But then you watch it and you're like, okay, it's good. Yeah, Yeah. I I guess I get it. But it's visually compelling and not really my realm, but I'm, I'm here for it. Right, exactly. It's just it's just a thing that hit at the right time. And even if it's not a topic you would have bet on originally, it, it was good enough that it, people liked it. So, And if you wanted to sample it or games of that ilk, you might want to head to look at this transition. Central, yes. There we go. October yes, 23rd. Wingspan is going to be in the library at Tabletop Central this year. So you can come and play it there if you want to try it out. This was going to be my smooth transition, see? It worked out. Let's talk about it. Over 300 games that are free to check out. Let's break it down. Let's talk about the actual event now. We're in Savoy. If people haven't been to Savoy Rec Center, it's a wonderful establishment, um, but most locals are familiar with it. Again, it's the 23rd and 24th of this month. Let's talk about it. We We got the library. We got prizes. We got play to win games. We got all kinds of stuff. Oh, we got tons of things going on. Yeah. So this will be the second time we've done it. Second annual ish, because we didn't do one in 2020. We pushed it back to 2021 Sure. and pushed it back even further. <laughs> we pushed it back one year and then we were all set to go for September. And then Gen Con, the biggest board game convention in the country decided to push theirs back from August to September the same weekend that we were planning ours <laughs> and it's like well Asters. yeah i mean the, the, you know last last year we got 155 people was like my estimate number mm-hmm. uh throughout the day you know it was a one-day thing last year so we were going to do a one-day thing again hope for around the same maybe a little bit more people gen con which was over in indianapolis so you know, less than two hours drive away. Right, right. Got about 60,000 people the last <laughs> time they did it. So it's like, I, I can't really compete with that too much. That's why we're here. We're here to so, compete with it. I'm drumming so we, up Well, numbers. not yet, I can't. So we pushed it back to October, which is fine because it gave me more time to, to plan things anyway. Um, but yes, yeah, so this will be the second time that we've done it. Last time we were in the Orpheum Theater in downtown Champaign, but now that they're, that building's up for sale and not right. operational, uh, we're moving somewhere else. And uh, the Orpheum was great, nice looking space. The people there were great to work with, but there was no air conditioning, which mm-hmm. normally in September doesn't seem like it would be that big of a deal, but it really was that. <laughs> it um, has been lately. And the floors were sloped a bit, which... It doesn't work well for rolling dice. Yeah, well, the, the, the tables pieces. were on risers, so they were flat, but the people weren't. And so it, it gave it gave some people some issues of vertigo and things like that. So uh, as, as much as I really like that building, it wasn't it wasn't great for a board game convention. So now we are in the Savoy Recreation Center, air conditioned, flat floors, uh, everything you could want. <laughs> and we have expanded from one day to two so we're doing a whole weekend this time around um 
and like you said there will be uh a, a lot of the time when you go to a board game convention so for anyone who doesn't know what a board game convention is nice uh, for the most part it is just a big open space where there are tables and people playing games so uh there will be a schedule of events where somebody so for instance we talked about Battlestar Galactica earlier. Somebody said, I want to run Battlestar Galactica at five o'clock on Saturday. I don't remember if that's the actual time. It might okay. be. You can, check, you can check the schedule at tabletopcentral.com. Dot com, yes. But, you, but there is somebody play, running Battlestar Galactica uh, uh, during the weekend. And so at that time, you can sign up to be a, per, a participant in the game if you've registered for the convention. And then you have a guaranteed spot there at that game um and so a lot of people will uh will sign up for things of this sort um you know there's a lot of rpgs role-playing games like dungeons and dragons and other systems that have spawned off of that over the years um and those are a lot harder to just kind of pick up and play sure. so that so conventions are a great way for people to go like i want to just try something out Let's just do this one thing here and, you know, it'll be half of their day is just playing one game, but there that's the thing that they're there for. Right. Other people are just kind of into board games and want to check stuff out. And so when, you know, so you could either sign up for events that we have, cause there are specific board game related events in there. Um, some of them run by local designers. Some of them just run by people who like this game and want to play it. Um, but if you don't sign up for anything, you can still come to the convention and we have a library of over 300 games. I've lost count of how many games we actually have because I right. can't find new ones. I'm way behind on cataloging them. <laughs> that's but, okay. That's a good Anyone who's registered to attend the convention, everyone gets a badge when they come in and there's a little QR code. Basically, you just walk up to the game shelf, uh, shelves, the library area, grab the game you want, bring it up to the person running the library. They will scan the things in the system. It says this person has this game and then you're free to go and play it. And then when you're done with it, just bring it back. We'll check it back in as returned. And then you can check out anything else you want. That's um, so cool. Yeah. And that system also works for another selection of games. That's basically a game library, but those are the play to win games. There we go. I was going to get there and you're yeah, already yeah. on it. So I'm so we try to get free stuff to people as much as we can, um, and so there is a selection of games that are play to win. So basically, anyone who checked out the game and played it during the convention will be entered into a drawing to take the game home with them at the end of the day on Sunday. That's so cool. So anybody you played the game with should come back and get scanned as a participant, right. not just the person who took the game. Um, there will also be a selection of door prizes, which again are more games that are out on the right, show. But these, exactly. one, these ones are in shrink wrap new games as opposed to uh, the play to win games that other people have played throughout the convention as well. Oh, so man, anybody, to... everyone who shows up gets tickets for the door prizes and you can drop them in the, the baskets or buckets or whatever that we have for the games that you want to be entered into a drawing for. Right, and you have a live auction too, right? Yes, we, we will be doing a, well, not, it will oh, be no, doing sorry, a silent, silent, auction. silent auction. I apologize. You mentioned put things in, in, in buckets and that's what made me think of the yeah. auction. But yeah, silent auction. Yeah, we will be doing a silent auction. So you could also potentially buy 
some games that maybe are harder to find or or just you know things that somebody doesn't really want anymore but maybe you've always wanted to try it there's that or you you could be selling your own games as part of this silent auction nice yeah when you brought up like you know non-shrink wrap like i when i was a kid i used to go to garage sales and that was one of my favorite things to do is buy other people's old board games and you that. you you had to dig a leap of faith that you had at least 95 percent of the pieces in there but it was yeah. a fun way to like figure out and find like new games that you never ever heard of before and they were based on like random intellectual properties or something like oh tower heist sure mm-hmm. you know I'm just yeah. going to hop into this. No, for, for a long time, I had the Donkey Kong board game, but Donkey Kong was missing. So I got a little <laughs> yeah. gorilla figure from the dollar store. Sure. That I put yeah. in there instead. Fireball Island. <laughs> Fireball Island. I just, I just oh. like, the, I like the name of it. Torpedo Run. Let's so do- Fireball Island has been re-released in the last couple of years. No so way. A big deluxified version. Yes. It just... might be it might be at Tabletop Central. Boom. All right. I think that's that's where we exit right there. I think that's what we do. But yeah, man, I mean, again, talking to everybody out there, we're we're heading into winter here. And I know a lot of parents, including myself, get worried about screen time and things of that nature. So now's the time to really introduce your kids to like a wealth of games out there. And knowing of my, you know, as we brushed upon at the beginning, I only had, I I grew up playing like Hi-Ho Cheerio, um, Shoots and Ladders, like there was like six games that we had and that was rotation of them. And we played the breaks off of them, like to the fact that like pieces were chewed on and everything was over with, but that was it. So I left that kind of being, okay, that's, that's, I'm done with it. But the advancements and the amount of different games as as people are able to create their own and and expand upon and again bring out the intellectual property the wealth of titles and games that are out there are so vast and and while we encourage people to you know search them out here locally because we are doing amazing things here mm-hmm. there's so many games out there and it's social you can you can talk to your friends and your kids see if you want to open a bottle of wine and get together and 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 get strategic either as a team or against each other or couples coupling up and having a little competitive spirit we're heading into that season man so i appreciate you coming out and kind of giving us some perspective on it because and i i highly recommend if anybody there anybody listening wants to get into board games or you think maybe that sounds fun or whatever yeah just go to any of the local stores and ask for recommendations they see what's selling what people like more than i do um and we have like a ton of local stores like per capita we have way more board game stores than other cities it's yeah yeah i mean you you mentioned enchantment alley what else what else is out there right so in urbana we have enchantment alley it's kind of a general purpose nerd store but they have a board game selection we have gopher mafia games which is over in the like five points area of urbana and that's a like full board game 
store miniatures, D&D, all that kinds of stuff. Uh, in Champagne, we have Titan Games, which is over there oh, by... Uh, El well, Toro. What was, didn't El Toro move? So what was El Toro? Oh, sure. Um, but yeah, that 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 building right there. On Neal Street, it's kind yeah, of where the I'm old Neal. JBJs used to be for old timers around here, kind of in that area. Yeah. And then in the mall, we have uh, Dr. G's Brainworks. Yeah. Which is, uh, again, it's a board game store, but there's also a lot more like educational side of things and like robot kits and things like that. So oh, for smaller nice. kids, there might be more stuff there that you want. Uh, and then if you're not in the champagne urbana bubble we have rad lad games and muhammad just opened up like oh, a yeah. month or two ago um and so that's a nice other you know little store over there so if you're over in that area check that one out instead um and then otherwise there's just events all the time if you're just kind of curious about games but you don't really want to commit to buying a, a board game um there's Tabletop Central, October 23rd and 24th. <laughs> uh, there are, are a lot of social media uh, pl- uh, accounts to follow to see what's kind of coming up. Um, so, I mean, I would follow the game stores if you want to know what they're doing, because there, there are events all the time in stores where right. they have like, this is the night we're playing this game. You know, Magic the Gathering is on Friday. We've got, you know, Star Wars X-Wing game on Monday. Or something like that so all of the game stores should be like updating you about stuff like that um all of my you know at tabletop central will tell you about tabletop central um kudo plays will have has a bunch of events if you want to play locally made games or games that are being made locally for all age levels um there are people making super complicated games and people making things for kids there's lots of stuff like that um those are kind of the main ones but you know there are other conventions around town as well um you know there's winter war in january that happens at i'm blanking on the name of the hotel but uh over on neil street that happens that's been happening for like 40 something years it's one of the longest running conventions in the country Um, (laughs) and so but that one's a lot more you know hardcore gamer types but it's still something to check out over in decatur there's heroicon coming up in november uh, that is a big mix of things. I will be there running the Nightmare VCR board game where you have to put in a tape. And I'm, I'm bringing a VCR and I'm bringing a TV to run that. Uh, I used to have RoboCop, oh, yeah. the VCR game, and, and a, a football one. I might still have them. I need to go home. It's, 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 good. it's one like that. So even if you're not into like Dungeons Those and Dragons so cool. there all day. I'm going to bring that to play there. I would run nice. it at my own convention, but I'm running the other stuff. So sure, you know, there's things like that. Um, there's there's lots of uh, in between between here, Decatur, Danville, Mattoon, you know, Bloomington. There's a lot of stuff going on all around Central Illinois, uh, board game related stuff. So just I don't know, keep an eye out. Is all I can say. There, pretty almost every day of the week during normal times there's some board game night happening somewhere whether it be at a game store whether it be at uh, poor brothers host board game nights on tuesdays uh, yes sometimes uh there was meetups happening at like esquire for a while I, you know i don't know where everyone's meeting up these days uh since the pandemic disrupted everybody's sure, meeting sure. schedules but there there was stuff happening pretty much every day of the week it's like bar trivia there's always yeah, one I feel like one place quality. that was doing trivia so there's always one place that's doing board games at least 
I feel like quality was one of those bars that would would be good for that too. I'll, I'll definitely look into that and try to link some of those in our, our social media as well. Because yeah, it is all about your comfort level and, and what you can do. But again, if you're just at home and, and you, you have your family or you have your close knit group of friends, this is where we're heading into. So yeah. definitely. And one more tops. resource that I should mention is that the Urbana Free Library has a decent selection of board games on the second floor. Really? Um, yeah. So you can, nice. you can check out board games there as well. If you're, if you're just kind of curious, want to get into something, uh, they've got a, once, if you go up the stairs, take a right, there's like a reception desk and it's right there. If you ask them for the board games, they'll show you stuff. So free, free games that you can check out and play on a weekend if you want. Awesome. All right, man, Andrew, we're gonna have to get together soon, dude. I appreciate all this. Again, check it out. Tabletop Central, October 23rd and 24th. And Google, please, Houdini's Boutini. You're gonna love it. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks, thanks so much. Having me.